Okay, we seem to be up. Okay, that's so weird. Very weird. But huh. I did the test this last time after unplugging and plugging the modem back in, and it told me my internet was very fast. Oh, okay. Which is one of the nicest things when you can say When you said it was completely down, I was like, oh, it's something to do with like an outside force, not... I thought so too, but it's not even hot outside. So like a brownout or something goofy like that wouldn't make sense. Anyway, we're good. We're up. We're here. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Do it too. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. On the other line, on the ones and twos, we got Lex Lutz, ladies and gentlemen. Hey everybody. Yeah. And right mm-hmm. here, your MC. The one that you call Matt Peters because his name is Matt Peters. What up, everybody? Technically, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's the name. That's your name. Sure. <laughs> no, technically, technically is another DJ, but he's, he's dope as hell. So. Ew. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so this is our, this is our big, I was going to say E3, but we did that a few weeks ago. This is a yeah. big Comic Con episode, everybody. Yeah, I had a hard time. I kept saying, I was like, San Diego Comic Con. I go back and forth. San Diego Comic Con is still the big one, though, as far as announcements are concerned. That's right. It's the big show. You get some, but it's mostly comics and stuff. The movies are. are Have you ever been to uh, San Diego? No. No? No. Okay. I've been once. D and I went, actually. um, (laughs) It was probably one of our first trips away together we went to san diego comic-con it was a lot of fun um <laughs> it was funny because um we were big fans of the comic strip penny arcade at the time and yeah. they have their own convention called pax the penny arcade expo and at that time it was like they were celebrities like you could not get close to uh these yeah. guys so when we went to see them at uh san diego comic-con it was weird because there's so much going on. Like it's the Super Bowl of Comic Con. Um, you were able to just walk up to them. Like D had maybe a good 10, 15 minute conversation with Mike, just talking about, um, the, uh, the creation of one of their characters that was popular at the time, the fruit fucker, which was like a juicer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that seduced oranges. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, it's pretty I know what it is, but I've never read any of it. So, yeah. Or whatever. So. Red? Is it, is it, okay. Yeah. I, I was like, wait a second. Are those videos? I don't know. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's a comic strip. So yeah, um, okay. that was cool. And then surprisingly, unannounced, Hideo, uh, Hideo Kojima showed up. So that was pretty cool. Just there? Like where you guys were? Yeah, he was there and they announced on the loudspeaker, like Hideo Kojima, surprise everybody, he's here, he's gonna do a, a signing over in this part of the floor or whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, at the time, it was like, yeah, okay, I'm not done with Metal Gear yet. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to meet him, but it's cool. He's here, so hooray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what? we saw a lot of Wait, cool stuff. Wait, so, right so you opted to not meet him well, because that, you didn't want to get spoiled? That and the line was getting long, too. Like, those were... Right. There's okay. so yeah. much to take in at Comic-Con. It was like, Hideo Kojima, that's cool. But, you know, yeah. he wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to meet him. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to let other folks meet him. I love his games, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to push on. That's cool. We're going to do something else. The conventions I go to, I always just like walking the floor and walking Artist Alley and stuff and seeing cool things. 
and different things you don't see anywhere else. Yeah. So, yeah. And that whole lakes business, I, I wasn't messing I, with that. I've never paid to meet anyone, get an autograph or anything like that. Mm. I've done it a couple times, so, but I usually do it, you know, to... I, I, don't, I don't, like, look down on it or anything. It's just not something I've ever done. Right. I don't look down on it either. I don't it's know just, why. It's just, I challenge myself that if I'm going to meet a celebrity, I want to, like, interview them or have them do something for a podcast, you know? Um, because I figure it's it's a good use of both of our time. So... I can meet them, tell them what a big fan I am. They hear that 50 billion times a day. To be fair, it's a good use of their time if you're meeting them at convention because they're getting paid. That is true. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) I I would say you're not really wasting their time when you're spending 50 bucks. (laughs) I know. I just feel like a goober. Like Personally, like it's cool. If you want to meet David Tennant, that's A-OK. If you want to meet Will Wheaton, more power to you. But for me, it's like, all right, man. Um I'd love to talk to you about your new project coming up, but I have 30 seconds to talk to you and shake your hand and take a goofy picture. It's so just, take it. It's just weird to me. Yeah. And the pictures and I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, it's very forced. Oh, and the nerd police are coming to arrest me now. Anyway. Uh Oh, <laughs> so what did you do? <laughs> it's what I didn't do. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I did pay to, uh, take a photo with Mick Foley, like, a long time ago. <laughs> right, I'm not, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. not something I've really prioritized when I've gone to conventions. I've never gone to those big, other than C2E2, I've never gone to the really big conventions either. I've never been to New York, mm-hmm. Comic Con, never been to E3, never been to San Diego, so yeah. I'd like to go all of them one day you know going back to pax pax is really fun like if you're into just like the whole gaming vibe and everything like that not not the super competitive like starcraft and fortnite stuff but just like okay i like video games and i like being around people that are enthusiastic about video games too in a positive uh environment this is the place did you see that video that was going around on on uh youtube or uh on twitter about like there's some convention that's specifically for YouTubers oh, or whatever. Yeah. And I, I can't remember what it's called. Someone knows what it's called. And they're shouting it or whatever they're listening to this on right now. But, and it was two kids and I swear to God, the kids were like both 10 years old and they were break dance fighting. Oh wow. And the person was like, this is why I don't go to that convention anymore. <laughs> it was me. one of my favorite, like, quote things to go like this is why i don't do this anymore because look at this this is terrible this is why i would go to one of those things because if people are breakdance fighting i want to be there for that (laughs) i want to see that firsthand dude no Oh man! No, I mean, no, I'd no. rather that than any other type of fighting. If you're gonna throw down, if if you're not oh, spitting well, bars, obviously. yeah. Then by all means, if you want to get down on the dance floor and dance, sucker dance, then I'm there for that. But yeah, don't don't go stabbing. I'll people. have to see if I can. I think it's called VidCon. I think it's called VidCon. Do you but remember? Um, I I'll have. Remember a yeah. few years back when uh, somebody stabbed another nerd in Hall H? With a protractor? Yes. 
Like, Wait, was it a protractor? It was a protractor. Like, this is something that you feel like, all right, this has to be made up. But no, this is legit. This actually happened. People were fighting over a seat in Hall H, because that's where all the action happens at, at San Diego Comic-Con. And somebody yeah. got stabbed with a protractor. Yeah, that's the problem that I have with, uh, like, I would only go as press, to be honest. Well, not like, only that, but you need a con I, buddy. You need, you need a, a group. You can't, I mean, it's cool to meet people, yeah. it's cool to make friends, um, but I, personally, I would want to go with people. I wouldn't want to be solo, like Lonely Style. No, no, yeah. no, it sucks. Right, 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 right. Um, but let's get to some happy stuff. Let's talk about some cool announcements that were made over at, at yeah. San Diego this past so weekend. Many. Oh my Good god. Lord. So, um, did you, cause I, I like, did you expect it to be this big? Did anyone expect it to be what it was? You know, what's funny. I read some articles saying that it was like disappointing. Like a lot of stuff didn't happen. And I think a a big Uh, vacuum, I think a vacuum was the fact that like Game of Thrones is over. Um, Big Bang Theory is over. So you've got your, your two stalwarts, uh, that aren't there. Westworld isn't happening this year. So that didn't really have a presence either, even though they did release a new trailer, which was kind of cool. I didn't watch it. No. Um, okay. because it, it's, it's so far off. <laughs> I get, I get, I, I'm, I'm frustrated with Westworld. Yeah. I like it, but I'm very frustrated with just about everything involved with Westworld as far as the time that they're taking. And I, I just worry that they don't have a plan and and there's a lot to it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I'm curious if the second season will hold up on a rewatch. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure. A lot of that stuff, but anyway, so I haven't watched it yet because I know it's not going to be out till like next year or whatever. So to me, it's like, why bother watching it right now? Well, I got to tell you, I I was in the same mindset as you. I saw the teaser trailer and it did, kind of piqued my interest again it, it teased me it, it appetized me. i did watch that one yeah yeah i watched that one because it was it wasn't it like attached to game of thrones or something like that it was attached um, to some show are you talking about the one so where I they revealed it. aaron paul for the first time yeah yeah they had a little teaser okay so this one is uh, new this one is different than that a couple one. months back yeah yes whatever is involved with the new because like dolores was at the very end mm-hmm. of the one that i watched just at the very end, and that's it. Okay. So you know that that was the it, just a plain teaser. Yeah, I was gonna say Jeffrey Tambor, but that's a different guy. Jeffrey Wright is in this, and I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to see what he does with the character oh, in this next season. Um, but let's talk about some things that you did see. What did you see that stuck out to you at the Comic Con? Oh, I had an interest in Golden Compass for the first time. Really. I will. I'm not a huge fan of those books the way so many other kids my age are okay. were like they were really into it and I know they made the movie I think I saw parts of that movie way back when that wasn't good and then this new series I saw the first trailer for it or whatever teaser and I was like eh, okay whatever and then this this latest one I was like oh okay this is interesting <laughs> it's confusing mm. I'm worried it's gonna be too in their world, um, you know, 
Well, I there, there are they calling it Golden Compass or are they calling it His Dark Materials? Either way. His Dark Materials, a guide to what comes after HBO's... Oh, so this is a co-production by HBO and BBC. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. So it is it is His Dark Materials. I just yeah. looked. So they're it's going got, with the original trilogy name or whatever. And I think it should be a, a, a mini-series like that. That's a, you know... Because it's a trilogy of books. I wasn't super into the books. I, just I don't didn't. think I gave them a chance. I don't think I, I checked those out. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, this isn't really... You know, I wasn't into a lot of that stuff. I wasn't mm-hmm. into Harry Potter. I wasn't into... You know, so, a lot of the things that other kids were into. I wasn't into it. Is age. there like an episodic series of books that you did get into? A series of unfortunate events. I did oh, really? Like. What about that one? Uh, yeah. Did it for you? Oh, um, I saw a Nick News segment <laughs> um, where they were talking about how parents were really angry about the content of the book or something like that. And then and I was like, sold. Yeah, that's all it takes right there. Yeah. I feel like yeah, they I used may to have. Yeah, I around the Da Vinci Code in 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 uh christian school just mm. his, like i i just liked that because i was a little asshole but i feel That's like that Nick report was so. like a paid advertisement just like hidden you know in that of course it was <laughs> it is exactly what it was what it parents was don't want you to know putting the book out. <laughs> yeah but it could have been legitimate too because people were pissed off about harry potter people are still pissed off about harry potter yeah so I mean, it's already done the damage. Know. Kids have He's, been enchanted for for years now. So yeah, it's too late, parents. Yep. Give up. You know they just don't understand. <laughs> you know I heard that somewhere. So Golden yeah. Compass is coming back as his dark materials. Yeah. We got Ruth Wilson. We got Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel's on fire, man. Okay, so obviously yeah. Hamilton. Wonderful, Mary Poppins, magical, whimsical, all that stuff. Everybody loved that too. He's also voicing Gizmo Duck on DuckTales. They rebranded mm-hmm. Gizmo Duck as a, a Latinx character now. You are trying so fucking hard to make this a DuckTales podcast, and it is not happening. Every Look, week, I'm like, how are how are the ducks going to be brought up? How- Look, it's because I'm a fan. That's all it is. There's already a better DuckTales podcast than anything that I can come up with, and that's called Duck Talks. Shout out to Duck Talks. They do good work over there. Um, so <laughs> Lin-Manuel, though, he's great. He's wonderful, and I can't wait to see what he does next. He, he is. Yeah, he also pops up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. really incredible. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, Santiago's brother. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, he's he's just... He's I mean, he's also one of those people that is it's interesting. Other celebrities and famous people are starstruck by him. Right. And I find that fascinating. Like Kristen Bell met him at Comic-Con and she did like a little video and stuff. And she was like crying, freaking out. Yeah. And that's that's amazing to me. When someone has that like that, because that level of star power doesn't really exist anymore. Only a few people have it. Let's talk about Kristen and Bell so for a when, second. Like, did you see that yeah. picture of her? Like, just in tears, like at, at the uh, the Good Place panel. Oh yeah, where she was. 
presumably breaking down because it was the last panel they were doing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what the story said. But man, that's that's sad. I mean, I'm glad that she cares that much about this project. I was wondering how they were going to juggle Good Place and Veronica Mars if that continues, which it seems like it is because um, people seem to be digging the fourth season. So. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't watched all of it because I have I committed to writing reviews for all of it. So yes. I've only seen the first two because I've written one review and then I haven't written the second review yet. Mm. Um, and if I try to watch ahead, I'll just get lost and it'll just be one giant plate of reviews, which that might end up being. It might be two episodes at a time from this point. I don't know. Who knows, we'll guys? Sign we'll up for our Patreon. No. But um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think Veronica Mars... Even just based on what I've seen, I think it's back long haul. Yeah. Um, because the format they're setting up of doing eight episodes is much more feasible than a full-on network return. Uh, I think that it's clear that all of the people involved are very passionate about the show. Yeah. That it still holds a very special place in their heart, particularly Belle, who is obviously the biggest person out of that show. Um. <clears throat> And, you know, television, I think the television, particularly television that shoots in California, has a big appeal to actors who are working parents. That makes because sense. Because they can, they can stay in the area. They don't have to go to Thailand. Like, as, as cool as it is to go to Thailand to shoot a movie, you've you got to be away from your kids for three months, two months, whatever, however long TV show would be even longer. So, it... I think that, you know, I, I anticipated The Good Place would not have a very long run. I thought it would be like a six seasons kind mm. of show. Okay. Um, And so them and they're ending it a little bit earlier than I anticipated. But I think Veronica Mars will come back. Yeah, that'll um, be her anchor. But I don't know. I haven't seen all of it. So we'll see how it goes. So. Yeah, I, mean, I think she'll do that in the occasional movie. She might blow up at the end of the season. We don't know. I don't know. If you know, don't tell me. <laughs> that's, that's my rule. Yeah, you know, we usually ask the listeners to write in. Don't write in, folks, if you know what happens at the end of Veronica Mars Season 4. Don't write in, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening, though. <sighs> I um, will. Fuck. <laughs> I won't do anything, but I'll be very angry and disappointed in you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll probably laugh, but I'll. Yeah. I okay. I was so other so Marvel was the clearly like the big one, so we'll delay on that. Um, I was sold by the new trailer for It Two. Okay. It Chapter Two. I don't right. know if that's connected to San Diego Comic Con, but it came out around the same time, so I assumed it was. Yeah, that was targeted. Uh, um, you know, same same market. I I don't want to see anything else about this until it's out. I mean. That is totally fair. I don't think I'll watch any. I mean, if there is anything else, I won't watch anything else. I'm very sold on it, though. Yeah. I'm a little. uh, I need to be reminded of why James McAvoy is good because I enjoyed him in Wanted. I enjoyed him in a couple of the new X Men movies. Did you watch The Last King of Scotland? Uh, no. Okay, that's why. He's in there? So, So go watch The Last King of Scotland. And then revisit that. That will yes, he is okay. I mean, that he was will, good. In, I think that that's like he was good well, split in um, Split. Well. He was great in Split. Yeah, but Glass was kind of a miss, 
And yeah, yeah, that wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't his fault. But I'm just saying, like, he was in two stinkers almost simultaneously with uh, with Glass and with um, the last X, uh, Dark Phoenix. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, I need to be reminded as to why I'm a fan of his. That's all. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like a fan, but I'm fine with him. He he's kind of one of those like vanilla guys. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you're in this. That's cool. Yeah. Like I don't think of him for parts though. I'm not. No. Like, oh man, you know who it needs to be? James McAvoy. Like, <laughs> no. Right. But he gets the job done when he goes there. Well, well see, okay. yeah, he's one of those type of chameleon guys. What are they? Because they call them character actors, right? So like. I would never yeah. think of him for a role, but if someone was actively campaigning for him to get a role, I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. You know, sure. Yeah, and a lot of people won't protest if he's cast in a role. You know, I mean, like people yeah. aren't going to get up in arms about him. As long as he's not like, playing like... McAvoy, whatever, he's good. Right, as long as he's not playing a character that's like, you know, should be played by a marginalized party, it's cool, whatever. Just do your thing. Well, yeah, that's, that's different. But this summer, James um, McAvoy is James Brown. <laughs> oh, Christ. again! Honestly, I'd watch that. That sounds like a mess. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a mess. <laughs> wow. It just makes me think of the Tracy Morgan movie or whatever that he does in uh, in Thirty Rock. Who that name is? Historic. That was no, my favorite he was one. Doing historical stuff, yeah, that that was good. <laughs> he was doing like weird historical stuff towards the end, and it was so funny. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay, it was, so it I was great too. Yes, go ahead. J- so Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent the Bob reboot trailer. Yes. Okay, so first of all, what did you think of the re- reboot trailer? I thought it was an entertaining trailer. I thought it, it was very yeah. Kevin Smith. It kind of felt like a greatest hits, you know, which is what you expect from him. So, yeah, I thought it was neat. It had a couple surprises in there. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Second question is, why the fuck do people hate Kevin Smith so much? <laughs> because, I, look, here's yeah. my thing with Kevin Smith. Okay. He seems like a nice dude. He genuinely puts out, like, things that he's passionate about. Yeah. Even if it's not your thing, he's, he's like, he's just making stuff that he likes. He's having fun. And he's not negative about stuff. Like, he loves so many things. Yeah. I mean, dude praised the Justice League movie. Like, you know, stuff like that. Like he's, I'll do you one better. He praised Fantastic Four. He loved the Fantastic yeah. Four movie. Like, unapologetically, he'll yeah. still say, yeah, I love that movie. So I, it's going to be difficult. He's a positive person. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for me to play devil's advocate because I love Kevin Smith. And he's one of the reasons I'm inspired to do podcasting because he makes it sound like fun. You know, he makes it sound challenging yeah. and fun. And I love that. Um, yeah, I, I think the reason why some people dislike him is because he can kind of come off as a star fucker in a way. Like the whole thing with him and, uh, and Affleck and how he continually brings up that he owns Ben Affleck's old house, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, or, you know, the, the, the chiding of Ben Affleck when he talks about him, that sort of thing. Uh, especially when you know, like the, the, the problems that Ben Affleck has had with rehab and all that stuff. It's like, all right, Kevin Smith yeah. tends to overshare. So the fact that 
right. been in rehab or has been in rehab. We found that out in one of Kevin Smith's, like, you know, Evening with Kevin Smith's specials because he ended up in the same rehab yeah. facility as J. Muse. So yeah. I think that might have something to do with it. Just the fact that he does tend to overshare. I mostly see it as people, whenever I see criticism of him, they're shitting on his filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't really know what you expect of him. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You're, you're expecting him to be something or another. I'm like, he's not, he's not even getting a lot of money from studios anymore either. Like, no, it's all crowdfunded now. He's made so many, yeah, he's made so many flops that he's really just like, I just, I don't, I'm like, I don't understand. He's doing the same shit that he did in the beginning of his career, like on his own. Well, that could be, the, so, that could be part of the problem. What are you complaining though. about? If you're expecting him to grow as a filmmaker and, you know, you hear him talk about these amazing things that he's accomplishing and how he's so proud of this and how it's the best movie he's ever made and stuff like that. You can go see it and it's just like, oh, it's okay. You know, then it's like the overhype sort of thing. Like uh, Tusk, for example. Tusk was like a big deal. Red State was a big deal. Red State, I thought, was okay. Tusk, though... I didn't a, see Red State. I liked Tusk. I Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't it was, love it. I thought it was very experimental. It was. Um, I can agree with and, you on that. And, and it's not my type of movie. I'm weird about horror movies anyway. It, can, it goes either way with me. But I was like, that was fucking weird. You did something totally weird and different. Cool. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I appreciated that he did something. I just don't I don't understand why that's like, I'm going to go after the guy. Like, I just don't get how people, why I, they waste their time. I don't go after that know? mentality anyway. Uh, but, I, I mean, I don't understand that mentality anyway. Just like, I'm going after this dude. He needs to right. stop doing what he's doing because it offends me. It upsets me. And I need to be told, I need to be catered to at all times. Yeah. It's like he's not hurting anybody. You know, he's doing his own mm-hmm. projects. He's getting his friends and family paid. So, cool. See, I told you I was going to suck at the it devil's advocate. It sounds like advocate. he's a decent dude, too. We're not hearing fucking stories about him harassing women. Like, That's true. Jesus Christ, bare minimum, He. it sounds like he's not being a fucking asshole he's in a the industry that is rampant with assholes. He is a little hard on his daughter sometimes. What? Like, in their exchanges, because... He, when they, okay, so, you know, Harley does the DC Daily stuff on DC Universe, and, yeah. uh, he obviously helped her get that position and everything like that. I'm not saying she's not capable yeah. of maintaining it or anything, but, you know, it, it helps to have assistance. Now like she's that in sometimes. Tarantino's new movie, so she's getting her own shit. She's getting her own shit. Um, yeah. However, when he shows up on something she's doing, he's like, in total dad mode, and it's kind of condescending, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, you feel bad for her. It's like, this yeah, is embarrassing. Because he takes over whatever he does. Yeah. 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 I think that that's a that's an inside joke thing as well. I don't know. But uh, either way. All I'm saying is I can understand people feeling uncomfortable about that, especially people that deal with that type of uh, familial, <laughs> you know, um, relationship with their with their people. And it's just kind of like a, a red flag for them. But like you said, it's probably how they operate. And it's, you know, none of our business. So whatever. Yeah, I don't, I mean. But that has nothing that to do with this filmmaker. She's an adult. Oh. Yeah. And she, yeah. she, it's like on her to kind of like 
stand up for herself in that situation because she's not it's not the same as her, you know, being an actress or a host or whatever and him being this powerful producer. It's her father. So, like, she needs to have that conversation with him on a different level. There, It's a totally different dynamic. Um, and that's why he has that familiarity. But that's also, like, why she has to set boundaries. Yeah. Because it's her parent. Like, it's, it's different on both ends of the spectrum there. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, some parents can be but overbearing, I, I, too. You know, you take it from that angle. It's like, yeah, there, there yeah. comes a time where you kind of have to let your your kid grow up. Yeah, they definitely can be. Um, yeah, I I mean, I understand that. And then it's just, I, I don't know. I think that in that scenario, that's like, okay, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Like you said, <laughs> like with the inner work, I mean, that that's like another level of like, what the fuck? Like, this is the inner workings of their relationship. Right. And like, it's got nothing to do with that's us. That's what people are judging. Like, it's got nothing that's to the do thing, with us. That's what people are, like, I don't know. My thing would be if, if you're that upset with the possibility that he's an overbearing parent to... <laughs> His only kid. Um, maybe that says more about you and the things that you need to work on than him, because like they can deal with their own shit. And that, like, it's not a, it's not you know the abuse or whatever. Like, you know, it's not something you need to intervene on. Uh, I would be like, oh, maybe go get therapy. I mean, people yelling on the internet need to get therapy anyway. I think everybody we should all need have therapy. therapy. Exactly. Everybody yeah. needs to talk Everyone. to somebody every now and then. So let's leave that at that. Let's talk about. But, oh, what happened? <laughs> let's talk about his I said, filmmaking but no one does no one does right so his filmmaking i don't see a problem with that it's like if you like it you like it if you don't you don't this is like a love letter to the fans of his view askew stuff i think he's going back to that world right. um so it should be fun I, i'm willing to give it a shot of course i'm a fan so we're gonna check it out yeah and i don't i i don't think I think, you know, he's going to start doing television and stuff like that. I, I don't know how many more movies he's got in him. Yeah. Um, personally. but I mean, he kind of doesn't need to anymore, it would seem, either. No. It seems like this no. is just like, you know, his passion projects that he does now. No, and no, of yeah. of course, he does TV, own... like you said. No. He does, like, Flash and Supergirl and all that. Yeah, he's directing TV. He's doing well there. He's making a show now, which we don't know exactly what that show is. That which, hasn't formally been announced. Which may or may not be related to his Howard the Duck project that's been confirmed. So we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's so if much. And nothing, nothing got announced at Comic-Con, but I would imagine something's going to um, be announced soon about that. But let's dig back into Comic Con. Let's talk about. I would guess it's. I would guess it might be something Star Wars related, and it Man, it'll be celebration. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah. Well, so. you know, if they make if they make Tag and Bank or whatever into a into a TV show, <laughs> like that's the guy they'd pick, right? That could work. Like that's what they would do. Right. Because it's yeah. kind of like his his style anyway. That's a wild guess. I just pulled out of my ass so if it ends up being true someone i don't know crazy <laughs> someone tag us yeah <laughs> someone tag us yeah someone tag us if it's true top gun uh, let's talk about top gun that looks good holy shit you don't think it's been too long i i when they announced it i for sure thought that when i watched the trailer <laughs> that all went away yeah oh my god 
Do we know who's directing this? Because I'm not sure. I gotta look it up. I don't. I know what, that uh, his he died. Yeah. He what's did. the full title? It's uh, Top Gun something or other. Top Gun Two Maverick. Danger Zone. Top Gun Danger Maverick. Zone. <laughs> That's, That's what funny. we should have called it. Yeah, but I like the I, I like this idea of okay, drones are taking over. They're not manning these these guys and like these guys are these flight uh these top guns are are going out of style. Like they're going away, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the last stand, the last thing. I mean, I think that's a good like wow. That actually sounds like a good plot. Like that actually sounds like a reason to come back. <laughs> Talking which I, about I, I find fascinating. Tom Cruise is back. Val Kilmer is back, which is yeah. kind of interesting, man. Val Kilmer, is, he's showing up again. That's great stuff. Let's see who yeah. director Yeah, well, he had is. cancer. Did he? Um, so it wasn't that. 100%. He's, yeah, he had throat cancer. Oh, wow. I think he's doing okay now, though. Yeah. Joseph so Kaczynski. So he sounds a little different in that movie. What? Joseph Kaczynski yeah, is the director. Familiar. What is no, he doing? I don't know. Let's see. I'm going on the IMDb. So, oh, he's directed. I thought the trailer was Tron Legacy. Yeah. Um, only the Brave and uh, uh, Oblivion, starring Tom Cruise. So he's got a little bit under his belt. Okay. Though. Yeah. He loves Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, I thought the trailer looked great. Uh, I'm usually not a fan of the comeback after a very long period of time thing. Yeah. This though, once I saw the trailer, I was like, "Fuck, sold." Okay, cool done yeah it should be good should be good (laughs) so you don't feel that way clearly i don't know man i'm not excited about top gun but i never really cared about the first one either so i'm not really the target demo here Hmm. but one of my favorite things about captain marvel was that captain marvel was lady top gun ah plus superheroes (laughs) yeah that's literally one of the best parts about that movie to me Okay, cool. Top Gun rules. Top I'm, I'm a huge fan of Top Gun. I, I see. <laughs> that was a good, solid cruise movie. We'll just say it's your, your favorite. He's one of those guys. He can make just about any movie, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I liked uh, Live, Die, Repeat. What was that one called? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen all of that one. I watched the beginning of it. Yeah, I thought it was uh, dope. Live, I repeat. That's the they re-released it under that title. Edge of Tomorrow. That Edge was of it. Tomorrow. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow was the original theatrical. But that kind of falls under a your, sequel. Yeah, that kind of falls under your green uh, your Groundhog Day rule though. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. why I didn't watch uh, the whole thing because I but was it's like, got Fuck. sci-fi. <laughs> it's got sci-fi action. Though, so I that's... know. <laughs> yeah it's tough it is it is a groundhog day movie so it's one of those i'm gonna have to prepare myself to go into it because i've heard enough good things and i yeah. like the cat i love emily blunt um and tom cruise's he's one of those guys to me he's always solid like mm. he's always good he always brings everything to you know the table kind of thing yeah he puts his I, all I realize he's the guy sure. we joke about because he's nuts like he's personally got a lot of fucked up shit yeah. I've also heard good things too, weirdly. Like how he's uh God, who was the act there was an actress who was saying that he like went to bat for her, um, making sure she felt safe and secure. I can't remember who it was. 
but it was very, it was really cool to read that. So it's like he has some good qualities too. I mean, he must like anyone, but he's a part of a cult. And there's no doubt about it. Like, that's a cult. And he's basically their Jesus. And that's not good. <laughs> when the shit goes down, we might find out some very terrible things about him. It's unfortunate, really, when people get roped into that sort of thing. Especially people that you legitimately enjoy. You know, their work and everything. And, you know, it's... Dee Moss hmm. is the one that kills me. Elizabeth Moss is the one that kills me. That yeah. she's involved in that. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know, like... It's just horrible. It recently, it recently came to my attention that Beck isn't involved in Scientology, but... And that hurts, too, because I really like Beck's new album, Colors. I like his... I've loved his okay, music for so, years. So, to be fair, there is a whole generation of these Scientologists now who are in their 30s, 40s, or whatever. Like, Elizabeth Moss is one of these people. They were born into it. Yeah. Their parents well, that's what I was getting to. It was kind of like a familial yeah. thing, so... Yeah, so you can't real like that's that's different. The people that converted to it, that's a little more questionable to me. Yeah, but people who were kids and and grew up in it, and now they're like, uh, oh god, uh, the the girl from I think it's funny because I brought up Swim Fan recently on the podcast, but the Erica Christensen, she was in Traffic and Swim Fan and Parenthood was another show she was on. Uh, anyway, she's she's one of those that like. I listened to her on Dak Shepard's podcast, and she was kind of defending Scientology. But she hmm. grew up in it. Okay. She's a Scientologist, and like the way that she talks about it, it sounds perfectly rational. It sounds, it sounds like it's just like a humanist view or whatever. Like it's, it sounds reasonable. And we all know, like the deeper you get into that thing, like the the, the more intense and crazy it gets. And yeah. if you go and do something wrong, the, the worse things get. Uh, and you can't really get out of it. And that's horrible. Well, see, that's um, interesting, though, because I, I think. Yeah. I like hearing about that type of thing sometimes. Like, I like hearing about how people uh, who are functional in society actually um, explain these sort of things, how they actually uh, rationalize being involved in that. Because, yeah, it does seem like a very foreign idea to me. But people who I would, you know, have a conversation with and respect and, and meet halfway, it's like, okay, there must be something there for you to actually, uh, you know, ride so hard for it. So let's hear it. What is it? I'm not going to agree with it. I'm not going to say I'm going to agree with it, but I want to hear what that rationale is. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that – so first of all, you should listen to her on that podcast because I think that would give you a good perspective of how they view like the more moderate or whatever view their religion or whatever. Um, I agree. I'm fascinated by, it. I think that the reason that those work is because it's very similar to like the secret. Do you remember when that was a big thing? Oh yeah. Like the book or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's like positive thinking all stuff. And like, we want that to be real. We want that to be a thing. And it's not saying you have to go take this goat and cut its throat and like that's that's how you get the thing that you want. It's saying like all you have to do is be super positive, like just spirit fingers the shit out of life and, and everything <laughs> will come to you. Right. And and like that's not <laughs> like 
that's that's not necessarily how things go, but it's a nice way to look at the world. Sure. And if good things happen, then you go, oh man, like it's because I was spirit fingering the whole time. That was gross. Uh, I don't know what you do with your ghosts over there, but I don't do that sort of thing. Um, no, I mean, I, I get it. Having a positive outlook on life is always a, um, you know, you, you hear that in a lot right. of different ideologies and religions and, and self-help and all that stuff. Like, that's, that's you but know. But that's how they get you, though. Like, that's how they pull you in, any of it. Like, yeah. and then they go, okay, now you got to start giving us money. Now you got, like, I mean, it, it's, it's built into everything. Like, sure. I mean, and... And there's so, but the difference with Christianity or, you know, whatever other is that you, you can leave. And the problem that I have with Scientology is this Sea Org and everything like that. Like you can't leave. You clearly can't without your life becoming hell. And that's where it changes from a religion to a cult. Like if you can't leave, then it's not a religion, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is very true. And I don't think that I don't think that even the moderate Scientologists acknowledge that. I don't think they acknowledge that like I think that they think they can leave at any time. And I that's crazy to me. Hmm. Like Yeah. Like because I'm like, oh shit, you're just you think that every like these suppressive people outside of Scientology, they're just lying. And they're making up falsehoods to try and hurt Scientology. Sometimes you get to make Saturday Night Fever, and sometimes you get abducted. That's all I got. Okay, yeah, I I was I thought there was more. That's no. what I was I was. I thought there was for... too. There was just kind of like that's yeah, you get abducted sometimes. <laughs> that's that's okay. pretty much as bad as it gets. You get abducted. That's the night fever. <laughs> yeah. That's that night fever. Uh, Good but Lord. anyway. Comic-Con. I don't remember how we got to that point. Man, but neither do Comic-Con, I. Uh, Comic-Con. Did you see the, the, Nancy, the Nancy Drew trailer? Um, Nancy. Yeah. Nancy Drew. Was that a, did you read that series growing up? <clears throat> no, I didn't. No, me neither. I think um, that was before our time. <laughs> Both of our collective time. I, like Nancy I, Drew was a just, thing. I was just trying to come up with a way to say that, too. Because like that and the, the Dutch boys. What are the boys? The Hardy what Boys. Hardy Boys. Yeah. Why did I say the Dutch boys? What's the that? Dutch is that a, is that a gross thing? Maybe is it's a, a red dead thing. thing. I, I don't know. The Dutch boys. <laughs> are they related to the apple bad. dumpling gang? <laughs> like you the Dutch apple? The apple freaking dumpling gang? Fuck yeah, I, I did. Mean, if it's a Disney gets, flick. With Don you're, my, you're my. No, no, no. That's a specific reference to a different thing. And if someone gets it, oh, okay. you get a virtual <laughs> high five. <friends. laughs> uh, I. Anyway, so yeah, no, I never read those. I read no. Goosebumps. Yeah, uh, Encyclopedia uh, Brown was big. Um, Goosebumps was huge, of course. Um, I watched just... a lot of Fishbone. Does that count? <laughs> Does that count as reading? <laughs> Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> yeah, you read all the classics starring a dog. Uh, <laughs> Magic School Bus. That was a book. Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, yeah, I fucking read all the time. Fuck yeah, I read. <laughs> Watching PBS all day. <laughs> but yeah, that's an that's an odd series. Okay, Did so this you is read this is for this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Growing up though, I gotta tell you, book reports. Sometimes some kids oh. would try to like pass off episodes of TV shows as book reports and get called out 
<laughs> oh, guess what? I was that kid. You know I what? was that kid. <laughs> Not in like high school, but like before that, we had to do oh, the little man. baby booker books. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. So I Nancy would Drew, make up, I would make up books to review. <laughs> yeah, that's genius. You were just smarter than me. There you go. I wrote like, a book and I reviewed that book. What? That's it. The end. <laughs> you didn't write the book, but you made up the book. And I wrote the Cliff's notes. I did the you outline. Know what? It wasn't great. Three out of five. <laughs> Three out of five. My book was okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Nancy Drew, I have no attachment to Nancy Drew. Just no. like I had no attachment to Riverdale. Uh, I think to part, Archie. Of the, part of the appeal to me, because I, I did read a lot of Archie comics uh, coming up, I think that part of the appeal of Riverdale, Riverdale is the fact that it was just like, oh, we're going to fuck up Archie. You know, we're going to fucking yeah. change everything. This ain't your daddy's this Archie. Archie. Oh, you know? <laughs> this Archie fucks. <laughs> Yeah, Not only yeah. that, but he's gonna fuck Mrs. Weatherby. God, I can never, I can never get over that man. It's just so fucking weird. Because you think it, you think of Mrs. Weatherby how she looked in the comic book and everything, and being all kind. She was in the comic. I've never oh, read yeah. an Archie comic in my life, other so, than the Mark Wade, new Mark Wade stuff, which I. Um, in the comics, she was like a an Aunt May sort of design, like classic Aunt May, like just kind of doddering elderly. Who doesn't want to fuck Mrs. Tomei though? <laughs> Let's be I mean, honest here. That's why Come I had on. to be specific about which Aunt May I was talking about. We're not talking about Tony Stark's <laughs> ex Aunt May. We're talking about <laughs> Aunt May. We're talking uh. about Sam Raimi Aunt May. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't have any attachment to Nancy Drew either, so I don't really care if they fuck her up. It's like cool. It's just another teen drama at this point. It looks just. Like Riverdale, though they're you gonna know, have to find find a way to make it a little bit more original. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's funny the the effect that Riverdale has had on uh, teen drama uh, since its cre- uh, since its release. Because even the creator of Riverdale, I follow him on Twitter, and he was just posting images like right before Comic Con of different different teen dramas that have come and gone that have stolen the aesthetic of Riverdale. It's always like. The central I saw character. That, but like, yeah. But that that visual like you're talking about, like mm-hmm. you're you're talking about the like the posters and stuff to promote yeah. Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well not only that, yeah, but just so like the whole like that. vibe. Okay, well the whole vibe is separate, but like the posters thing, because I did see something like that going around and I was like, Yeah, they did the same fucking posters for all of like the CW shows in two thousand six <laughs> when they launched, you know? Like that yeah. that's just generic T TV- I mean, if you look through if you look through any like once upon a time vampire diaries, it's all they all have that same look to them. Right. If and they really, really want to turn. I, I think that that is a little But if the, really the premise wanna... of like Quirky boy, quirky boy, and like girl with high ponytail. Yeah, of course. Then yeah, sure. Riverdale, Riverdale. Uh, yeah. I still haven't seen all of last season of Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unfair for I him to kind of. It's unfair for him to kind of just like criticize all that because, like I said, the basic appeal of Riverdale is just taking these tropes and turning them on their ear. You know, you're expecting something out of right. Archie. Now, if they were to come out with like a Richie Rich CW show or something like that, because <laughs> Richie Rich oh, is oh, that own... sounds terrible already. Yeah, yeah, oh. it does. But they could do that, 
And they could do, they could give it the same Riverdale treatment, and it would be like the God, same they vibe. They could cross over Richie Rich just into Riverdale, just have him show up in Riverdale, and he's like, <laughs> I don't know, what is he like, a drug lord rapist or something? What's Some he gonna be type in the of notes? like, you know, uh, he can he can be a benefactor of Hiram Lodge's like business or something. He's like just that. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street, just like <laughs> snorting off of hookers' asses and. Yeah. Screaming into a microphone, red faced. <laughs> yeah. I want my Casper the. Rich. I want my Casper the Friendly Ghost. CW show. <laughs> oh my god! It's like Twilight. That, that would just be. Yes, exactly. It would just be Twilight. Basically, but with ghosts. <laughs> ghost banging. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would watch that. I, Man. Just, just. For the content for here alone. Hell yeah. <laughs> for our I podcast would, alone. I would write reviews for that. See, I would go to a CasperCon just to write reviews <laughs> for that CW show. You know what? They could even have Wendy cross over with Sabrina the Teenage now, Witch. Would, Boom. There I have is. a question. Though. Would CasperCon yes. be sponsored by Casper Mattresses? <laughs> They'd be crazy not to. And our podcast about <laughs> Casper on the CW would have to be sponsored by Casper as well. Oh, Sleep like the dead by. with Casper mattresses. <laughs> you know they've Christ. wanted to use that. You know they've been tempted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh my I'm god. Sorry. We went way off. Yeah. No, no, no. So, so that that trailer was like, meh. Okay. Uh, they're doing the same thing. Um, the Creep Show was another show that got a trailer. Uh, I don't, did you watch that one? I didn't see that one. Like, this is the first time hearing about that. So, Creep Show. Okay. So, there's a new Creep Show. Yeah. Uh, which I found out about when this trailer dropped. Uh, um, and it's got a lot of people in it. It looks kind of low budget. It's on some network, online streaming network that I've never heard of. Um, uh, is it, is it Epics? Shudder. Shudder. Okay, Shutter. so Shudder is like a horror network where a lot of um, like indie uh, underground type horror movies have been uh, airing. So they they try to they try to make this okay. an add on like a Showtime or an HBO. Um, like with YouTube TV, you can actually yeah. order Shudder for like an extra seven dollars a month or seven something like that. Okay. Okay, yeah. I got it. So, so it's its own thing. The trailer was was decent enough. Um, I mean, I like that idea of like, you know, going back to Are You Afraid of the Dark, going back to the original Creep Show. Mm-hmm. I wish that the the host was just the same way that he was in the nineties, though. Was that like <laughs> that puppet dude, whatever he was called? Oh, the Crypt Keeper. Crypt Keeper. That's it. From uh, from um. I wish Shows it was the just that again. Yeah, that'd be cool. Wait, wait, what's Creep Show then? What I, am I thinking of? I think you're thinking oh. of Tales from the Crypt. What's the difference? Creep Show was kind of like that too. It's I an don't anthology. Know what Creep Show is then. So Creep Show was a 1984 movie, but it was also kind of like um, a horror anthology. But the reason why people paid attention to it was because it was directed by uh, who's the big guy? Uh, George A. Romero and Stephen okay. King had something to do with it. And it was, um, 
you know, based on, uh, like the, the old, uh, comic series. It was, it was like an homage to Tales from the Crypt. So it's understandable that that would kind of like coexist in your mind. Okay. Under that so same that explains thing. why I was getting really mad that that guy wasn't showing up. I was like, where the fuck is the guy? <laughs> like, where's the Crypt Keeper? I kept waiting Son for the guy. <laughs> I kept waiting for the Crypt Keeper and I'm like, that's going to be the hook at the end. Like, give yeah. me the guy. He's funny and, <laughs> and creepy. Give me the guy. Death. Yeah. Come on, and man. And then they didn't show the guy but they didn't show the guy and i was like well fuck i guess they're gonna hold on to that one try to get me to subscribe Are you imagine how fucking pissed i would be if i subscribed for creep show oh man and i didn't get the guy i'd be so mad so I'm that glad reminds that me I of something. This guy. I don't give a fuck about Creek Show anymore because I just wanted the. I wanted him. That's it. Right. That was that was what I was in for. It's not there anymore. Fuck this show. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, but it's got some big names attached to it, so I mean, it's still worth a look. You know what's funny? Sure. It, it kind of reminds yes, me. But... <laughs> like when I was when I was little, I wanted to watch this movie called Iceman, and I was so like invested in it because I was sure that it was going to be about Iceman from Marvel Comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would drive me nuts. It was not. It was about some type of, like, man in the wild or something like that. It was, like, from from 1984. That's what it was. Timothy Hutton and John Lone. I have no idea what that movie was about. I fast-forwarded through it because, like, you know how... Well, maybe this is just... you're waiting uh, for Iceman. <laughs> I'm waiting for Iceman. Like, it's like, I I had an aunt that would rent movies. And I'm not going to say which aunt it was, because this is pretty much just, like, bootlegging. She would rent movies. She would have one of those double-headed uh, VCRs where she could, like, play something and record it onto another yeah. VHS. And so she would rent three movies. I had an aunt. She's dead now, so don't worry about <laughs> it. But yeah, no, anyway. she's gone. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she would, she would just like have these VHS tapes and it would have three movies written on the label. And it was like, you know, right. uh, fucking uh, Ready to Rumble and, 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 uh, Passenger 57 and Iceman. I don't know why those three movies popped in my head. Uh, those two rather. Okay. Iceman. So I'm like, cool. Iceman is about the dude from fucking, uh, Marvel. It's going to be great. I'm like, okay, maybe it's after this Which movie. I would be sold. I fucking love Iceman. Oh right? my God. Iceman rules. Really. He was one of Spider Man's amazing friends. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Iceman rules. He was sharing an apartment with Peter Parker and, 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 uh, Firestar, whose real name I don't quite yep. remember right now. But yeah, that happened. No one cares. It's fine. Yeah. So anyway, that was comic related, so I don't feel bad about that divergence. Um, Creep Show. You're good. So yeah. I didn't know what the fuck the show was. I thought it was Tales from the Crypt. I was waiting for the guy. I was like, when's the thing going to happen? And the thing never happened because it's the wrong fucking show. So, you know, I wouldn't have even added this to our notes had I known that it wasn't the same fucking show. Well, you know what? No, Guys, it's cool. I'm about to save I it. I love horror. I just really love it. horror. That's also my dating profile. Like, it makes me super appealing. I just want to watch horror films. That's my <laughs> if I fucked guys voice. That's, is that's that what, what that, that is? is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, <laughs> it seems like, um, regarding Creepshow, uh, Joe Hill is going to be one of the writers on there. 
Um, it's going to have segments from Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub, who is a, I guess he's writing for Rick and Morty in this upcoming season. He also wrote the comic book, uh, Scud the Disposable Assassin way back, uh, for folks that are fans of like those indie books. And then I guess Paul Dini is going to be writing something for it too, which is interesting. So yeah, hmm, I guess he's kind of stretching cool. out a little bit. Um, stars I... include David Arquette, Tobin Bell from Saw, Big Boy from, um, Outcast, yeah. Kid Cuddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And those are the only names that I recognize. Oh, and Trisha Heffer from gotcha. Battlestar Galactica and Lucifer. Yeah. So I... Uh, yeah, I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I was waiting for the guy, and he wasn't there. I still want Crypt Keeper. That's, you that's, just wanted the puppet. Yeah. All those like top-tier talent names, it's like, fuck them. I want the uh, fucking Crypt Keeper. gives a flying fuck about David Arquette when you have a puppet? <laughs> like, okay, give me the puppet any day of the week. That's fair. I'll take the puppet over David Arquette. <laughs> yeah i mean everyone would take the puppet over david arquette let's be honest here yep, yep 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 so yep what else we got here we're talking about the different merch that they had at san diego so my buddy Corey green went cory green is a professional comic colorist mm-hmm. a good friend of mine he had a great time he said that the con was lit um so if you get a chance to go definitely check it out according to Corey. I cool. asked him to get me two things while he was there. Okay. My man tried his best, could not get mm-hmm. them because they were in such high demand. Number one. Yeah. They made an action figure based on Macho Man Randy Savage. Why is that special, you might ask? Well, it's not just any Macho Man Randy Savage. We've oh had countless God. Macho Man action figures. No, this was specifically the Macho Man from the Slim Jim commercials, the one that bust in talking about need a little excitement, snap it to a Slim Jim, oh yeah, dig it, all that stuff. See, that's the Macho Man that I wanted. It had the jacket. He even came with two little tiny boxes of Slim Jim to hold and just, you know, look all angry and just like constipated the way he looked all the time. I felt like concerned about him sometimes, but he's fine. Um, I mean, he's not fine. He's passed away now, but back then he was fine. I'm sad now. Uh, anyway, moving on. I also asked him to get me um, this I'm Batman. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I asked him to get me this Batman. That's like my uh, rap. I'm in danger. Like I'm indifferent about this. <laughs> so there's also a Batman Lego set, 80th anniversary thing. That's just like Lego Batman standing on top of like a rooftop, and you can see the bat signal in the background. And that was cool. Unfortunately. Exclusive at, exclusives at Comic-Con are getting harder and harder to obtain. Uh-huh. They have raffles. You have to you basically win a raffle for the honor of being able to purchase this thing. So, yeah, we didn't quite, it didn't yep. quite work out, but I appreciate them for looking. Also, they had some other cool stuff that they debuted at the show, including an action figure everybody's been asking for, Fat Thor. <laughs> yeah, I want. Uh, I kind of want it. Like I don't because I'm like I can't do any more action figures, but I do at the same time. I'm glad that he's the dude, man. He's the dude. Like I just, I, I think that's great. I'm very <laughs> excited that they're making that. I, you like know I said, I will I buy it? I don't know. Like I do love Fat Thor. Yeah, Dad. I hope Thor, he's fat definitely. in the next movie. 
I don't know, man. He's going to be in space. And you know, if Dragon Ball has taught me anything, it's all you have to do in space is like crunches. But Natalie Portman is Thor now. Natalie Portman is Thor now. That's true. That is true. So Odinson oh. needs Maybe to step up his game. <laughs> he's just going to, like, Talk it'd be about... great. Yeah. Uh-oh. You there? Uh, yeah, no, I was letting you talk. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, what? No. Hello? Uh, <laughs> no, it'd be great if, like, in the next Thor movie, he just has a cameo. Like, all we do is see him on the couch playing, like, Fortnite with with Mike. Oh, and, my God, and... that would be hilarious. <laughs> and I would love that. Yeah, that's it. We just no, see... I want him to get it. I just, I'm very excited about Portman Thor. Yeah, I am, too. I am. That's what I'm saying. Um, that's, that's... That was... We could have a whole that... movie of... Portman Thor and uh, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie and just check in on, on Odin's son every now and then. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blade. I'm excited about Blade. Yeah. I think that's going to be great. Yeah. Now, this is the first um, time that this has happened in universe where well, I shouldn't say the first time. It's it's one of the rare occasions, but it's the most high profile time this has happened where a character uh Within the MCU, well, two characters in the MCU have been played by the same actor. Uh, now, of course, you know, people are shouting out, what about, uh, you know, Chris, um, I always do this. Which Chris? Evans. Captain. Evans. What about Chris Evans? He played Human Torch and he played Cap. That wasn't both in MCU. One was MCU, one no, was in the Foxiverse. What about Viola Davis? Because she played, uh, <laughs> Alfred Woodard, rather. Oh, it's terrible. I'm so sorry for that. Alfred Woodard, she played uh, Black Mariah, and she played the lady in the hallway in uh, in Civil War. What about that? Eh, see, that's not high profile, though. She had a cameo in Civil War, and if yeah. you really try to work it out in your head canon, you could say it's the same character if you really tried. But we're talking about uh, Mahershala. I'll, I'm going to mess up his name every single time, aren't I? Anyway, Mahershala we're talking about... Ali. Yes, we're talking about him. And he played both Cottonmouth, of course, and Luke Cage, and now Blade. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dope. Blade. And apparently he used his Oscar win for Green Book, which was, you know, Green Book had its own controversies and everything like that. Yeah. And he used his Oscar win to get into a meeting with Kevin Feige and literally just said, yeah, so I want to be Blade. And he's like, all right. Like, sure. like, it was pretty much that. I'm like, holy shit. Way to use your power, dude. That's Let's awesome. Let's make this happen. Right. Right. So if yeah, you win Oscar, you, done. you get to call your shot, basically. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited okay, for so Shane. That, so Portman. Yeah. yeah okay. Portman. So then, no, we're going over Marvel. So there's Portman, Thor. So Thor 4, <laughs> formally announced. Uh, Blade. What else is there? Uh, Shang-Chi is going to happen. That's okay. finally going to take place. I don't know place. anything about this. No, I don't either. But what's great about it is, okay. is that the, 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 okay, first of all, we're, we're getting a Shang-Chi movie, which is something that folks have been asking for for a long time. Because, you know, a lot of folks were disappointed in Iron Fist and how bland it was, you know, Danny Bland. Um, yeah. But Shang-Chi is also another, uh, popular martial artist within the Marvel universe. Uh, he is typically Asian and we're getting a full Asian cast here. So that's kind of cool. 
Um, God, Scarlett Johansson's going to be wonderful in this. She's going to be so busy. But what really gets me about it, though, what's great about it is that they're actually going to be following up on that thread of the uh, the Mandarin because the the subtitle is uh, is called Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So of course we know the the Ten mm-hmm. Ring Society are the party that kidnapped Tony Stark and um, you know they've been present in all these different Marvel movies and uh, of course um, we know that we saw the fake Mandarin in one of the Iron Man films, but yeah. now we're finally gonna be getting the real thing. So that's gonna be cool. Yeah. That they're finally finishing this story. Yeah, what is what, what finishing it, but also opening up a whole new world at the same time. True. I'm. I. I mean, I would imagine Doctor Strange is probably going to be involved with this one too. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. We're going to be getting another Doctor Strange movie Which, too. I don't really care. I didn't like the first one. I dug the Did visuals. I, I dug the visuals for it, and I thought Cumberbatch was decent. You know, yeah. I didn't mind him, um, but I think. Doctor Strange was better used in movies that weren't his, yep. which is unfortunate. Agreed. Yeah. So what's great about the the sequel, sequel though is it's might, going to open sequel up. Might improve it though. Yeah, it's going to open up the multiverse because it's called like Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and his multiverse adventures or some something like that. So yeah. <laughs> so that would be fun. Journey into the center of the multiverse or whatever. Yeah. So there were a few yeah, movies that so weren't announced. That's cool. Yeah. Like um, not were, not release dates announced. No, were you surprised by the uh, the lack of uh, any mention of of these films besides just hey they're happening you know? Uh, everyone's surprised by Black Panther two not getting a formal announcement. I am not, but that's mostly because the cast is so high profile at this point. Like they're probably working on things. They're probably trying to get the schedule down. Like, I'd imagine they'll announce that as soon as they possibly can. But the cast and crew involved with that, they want to keep the same creative team involved. Um, I think it's a scheduling thing. Hmm. Personally. I hope that's the case. I know that, um, you know, it's going to take a lot. Out as soon as possible. They want Captain Marvel out, too. Like, the, the sequel to that, as soon as possible. They want these to get out there, but there's so much involved with it, you know? Um, yeah. And when they rush things, like, you know, he, we've seen what happens when things get rushed, particularly with DC. Like, it's it's not good. So, it's it's frustrating. Like, I wanted that announcement, too. I wanted to know next um, February that, like, that's going to be it. Like, we're going to get the sequel. Like, it's going to be on the anniversary of when the first one came out. You know, that I, – I wanted that, but – I understand that uh, timing-wise, that's not going to happen. Um, it's going to be, you know, another two years at least. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, because they got to get through Phase Four. What's also interesting to note is that we don't have an Avengers or any type of team-up movie that we know of yet in uh, in this Phase Four. Uh, one of the other movies may serve as kind of a, a de facto team-up spot for the characters, but. As I mentioned, yeah. we're not aware of that yet. Because, like, Civil War kind of caught caught everybody off guard, too, with that aspect. We knew there were going to be a lot of heroes in there. We didn't know it was going to be, like, basically Avengers 2.5 before it happened, before the details started coming out. So who knows what could go down with this, you know. Um, there's going to be I'm some type of... I'm happy to take a break. I, yeah. I, I don't I need one for a while. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to try to work up to another big bad though. If they're going to start laying those, uh, planning on planting those seeds. 
I think so. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it makes sense for them to start to lay the groundwork down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be, but maybe Galactus or whatever. Um, That'd be interesting. Because then they would have to acknowledge that. they have it back now. They do. Yeah, they have full um, full rights to that stuff once again. Which, um, oddly, some people were surprised that they didn't mention Deadpool at all. But, I mean, that I, I would think they would want that to be a surprise. They'd want him to just show up randomly at the end of some movie. I'm Rather still worried like, about how Deadpool's going to fold into this. I'm worried <laughs> they're going to fuck up Deadpool. Because yeah. I really enjoy those movies. Well, I mean, we should be concerned about Blade, too, because Blade was a pretty hard-edged uh, trilogy, yeah. too. You yeah. know, lots of lots yeah, of blood. I, I mean, Blade by nature. R. Yeah, by nature, it's got to be a harder-edged type of flick. So, yeah, we're going to see what's going to happen there. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't really care about the Eternals that much. No, like, yeah. Like, I know that was announced. But I have a feeling it's going to be like Guardians where I'm like, I don't care. And then they're going to make it and it's going to look really good and I'll be excited. I'm happy that Camille Nanziani is getting work. You know, he's he's staying busy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Angelina Jolie, that was pretty interesting. Um, not not because of like, oh, my God, it's Angelina. But just like for them to not involve her for so long and then to bring her in now, it just seems kind of like an odd well, choice. Well, Kevin Feige talked about that recently with Keanu Reeves because people were talking about is Keanu Reeves ever going to be in the Marvel movies? And he yeah. was saying that like he's talked to Keanu Reeves for years now and he had the same thing with Gyllenhaal. He was having conversation. He knows people that he wants involved, but he has to wait for the right project, for the right role, and it has mm-hmm. to all click. So, and I mean, we just saw it worked out great with Gyllenhaal. It was fantastic. So I think that it's it's smart on his part because i think he knows where people belong like you're saying like dr strange even though dr strange wasn't great cumberbatch is really great in that part like he is the person who should be playing that role so they're very good at casting i trust them on that front sure um so yeah so i'd imagine like you know you'll like like Angelina Jolie was someone they had in mind for a while for something, but they didn't quite know what. And now the Eternals is becoming a thing, and so they're she's in it, you know. Yep. Should be interesting to see how that unfolds. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should talk about a little bit of DC business at this point. Um, I know what we have on the on the notes here, but something that kind of surprised me that they didn't even uh, really trot out at all was the uh, the Joker movie. There was no press or anything really about that i think that they know that movie's not gonna make it really i don't know that's just my my gut feeling about it i i could mm. be very wrong but i would yeah. almost say that them not saying anything about it could be a good sign because if they think it's gonna fail it can actually be different than anything that they've done yet which is uh welcome um I don't know. I just watched Shazam over the weekend, yeah. and uh, that one's like my favorite right under Wonder Woman now. I loved that movie. So mm. I'm like, keep making shit like this. This is good. That and Wonder Woman. I'm like, yeah, these are good. Go with this. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I mentioned something like that on Twitter, too. I was like, it's not 
it's not the the fact that I want something whimsical like Shazam because I enjoyed it as well. It's not that I want something like that every time. It's like I want something fresh. I want something that feels like the creator yeah. actually enjoys what they're doing. <laughs> because I, I got that away from Shazam going, what more do I want from this? Yeah. And and the fact of the matter is not much. Like I was really happy with the results. I had I laughed a lot. Um the visuals were great. The the casting was perfect. Like mm-hmm. I was I was really happy with it. So that's see, you know. that's that's where we disagree because I want a lot more from this. I want more Shazam like that in the comic books. Because, you know, this, this recent, well, I shouldn't say recent, but the comics that they've been putting out recently for, um, for Shazam, for Captain Marvel have been just kind of like, eh, like I, I can't even really give it a fair shake because like Gary Frank's art always makes Shazam look sinister for some reason. And I can't get past that. He just looks like he's always up to no good. And I'm like, Jesus. Like, why is this man always just looking like kind of crazy, I mean, man? What's <laughs> when you watched when you watched the uh, the movie, you saw the Gary Frank and Jeff Johns like their story, basically. I mean, Jeff Johns, know, yeah, like, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that, he did a good job on that. Like the the idea that it's not just him, um, you know, yeah, like I think that's he's. Awesome. He's a team, you know, it's not just like, oh, it's yeah. Billy Batson. It's like, no, this is about like an orphan finding his family. And I think that was the mm-hmm. best way to go about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do next, but you know, they're going to try again. I don't know how they're going to work Black Adam into that because that's a decidedly different character with a, with a similar skill set. But yeah, I, I think like he's going to be the villain, right? He's the villain in the next one. Yeah, he's going to be the villain, but I mean, even just like, okay, so Savannah was a little bit on the dark side, but he wasn't just like as intense as Black Adam would be. Black mm-hmm. Adam, in the comic books, he has ideology um, that is just about his home country and about him sticking up for his beliefs and that sort of thing, uh, almost mm-hmm. making him an anti-hero in some stories, almost like a Punisher. I mean, he kills, but, yeah. you know, there's a there's a reasoning, at least a, an explained rationale but behind what he's doing. So I'm interested to see if they go to that level of nuance or if they even try to approach that, or if it's just The Rock being goofy, which is fine, too. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm fine with either one because... They they both sound like it would work to yeah. me. Like uh, I, I I'm like okay cool I'm on for the ride like I'm I'm along for the ride with the Shazam movies in the future and and I'm along for the ride with the Wonder Woman movies everything else I'm kind of like meh all right meh, maybe well oh wait no I'm excited <laughs> for the the Batman obviously I forgot about that yeah because I was yeah. thinking of Affleck Bat but no we're getting a new Batman I'm very excited for that <laughs> Joker. <laughs> Yeah. I understand yeah. why DC didn't come out and do stuff because it's like this was Marvel, really. DC shined with their their TV shows, though. I mean, this Crisis crossover Man. is going to be fucking nuts. There's so much happening, and if they're announcing this sort of stuff up front, I cannot yeah. wait to see what happens on this on this crossover. I'm Tom I'm Welling always pleased. I know Tom, Tom Welling is going to be on it. I just know it's not well, announced, but you know Tom Welling. You know Michael Rosenbaum. Like it's going to fucking happen. Like let's talk I just, about what I, we I, know I, is involved here. So we got like the big news to me. The biggest thing was Brandon Routh back as Superman. Yeah. There's Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, that's even. Nuts. 
Wow. Yes. (laughs) My God. So that's kind of cool. I love Kingdom Come. I realize everyone loves that, but fuck you. I love it. (laughs) I love it. No, no, no. I I feel like it's that thing where it's like when you, it's like saying, yeah, you know, I really love like the Godfather. (laughs) Like, yeah, no shit. It's great. But no, seriously, I love it. That's yeah. I'm so excited to see any sort of like iteration of that on screen. Yeah. So the the reason why we're even saying that he could be Kingdom Come Superman is because when he uh, was at the panel at Comic Con, he undid his shirt, he opened it up, and it's like bam, the Superman symbol. But wait, mm-hmm. it's the Superman symbol from Kingdom Come. So yeah. we're gonna see how that goes. It's a it's a very striking image too. I love it. So we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Also, it's gonna I'm, be exciting. I'm not familiar with the actor's name, but the guy who plays Superman on the Supergirl show. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he's not. Re- oh, okay, so he's not uh, replacing Tyler Hoechlin. Hoechlin. I think it's Hoechlin. Okay, so he's not replacing him. He's gonna be there too. So yep. this is really. A crisis here. We're getting multiple versions of the same heroes. And I feel like, um, you know, like you said, Tom Welling might come back. We know we're getting, oh, Linda Carter's coming back as Wonder Woman. We're getting that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's going to be anyone they can get. The reason that I also think Tom Welling will be involved in Michael Rosenbaum's stuff is that now because of podcasting and Mel. Him and Rosenbaum are friends with Stephen L. I feel like Amel is making this happen. I yeah, think Stephen Amel being friends I mean, with both of I them. I think it's a great yeah. tribute to show that, that created all of these shows. Yeah. I wonder if um, Like, what was the reason if, all of these shows? Are they going to try to like redeem Dean Kane at this point? try to get him in there or he's going to kind of like say alright you have your moment no because he's already her dad in it yeah but I he died I saw people talking about him and... right didn't he yeah, get killed off or something he's dead let it okay. go <laughs> yeah yeah okay he did. also he's got like personal shit apparently that like no one wants to deal with him I don't know yeah that's what I thought it uh, was yeah man <laughs> could you imagine yeah, oh my I, I god I mean, but if, if they want to I guess I don't care well, I was going to say, could you uh, imagine if they bring in Nicolas Cage as a <laughs> they finally pull that trigger? Yeah, you got $5, Nicolas Cage will show up. <laughs> didn't he have a whole thing where like he lost a lot of money because he didn't pay his taxes or whatever? Yeah, he had to sell his like Tyrannosaurus skull like- or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He leads, so, he so leads that, a life so I can't even fathom. No, no. He named his son Kal El. Like, dude. That's true. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we could we could do a whole episode about Nick Cage. So, uh... <laughs> and I would think Brandon Ralph story was the biggest story of Comic Con. Yeah, I agree because nobody saw that coming. It was like, okay, no. he's right there, but he's already playing um, the Atom. So it's like, yeah, no, he's he's there. They wouldn't they wouldn't double dip. But yeah, they're double dipping. It's great. Yeah. Uh so so basically like we knew that that Marvel was going to like bring a lot to the show. We cuz like this was they're announcing phase 4. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah. We did not I don't think any of us expected what DC was bringing to the game with the TV shows. 
Yeah, that and the fact that it's, I, I it's really great. It is great. I, I don't think that um, they DC even know what they're doing with the movies at this time. So, yeah. No, no, I don't think so. I think they they're gonna keep rolling with the ones that are working. Um, obviously, we're gonna get Wonder Woman beginning of next year. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get a sequel to Shazam. We're gonna get the Birds of Prey. Joker, the Batman, potentially trilogy. Uh, I, Aquaman, I'm sure is getting a sequel. Yeah, that did way. I don't too know well what else we're too. getting. We're gonna get and back to the TV front. We know we're gonna get Batwoman on the horizon. That's that's coming up. Right. Um. What else? Um, right. That's basically gonna be the Arrow replacement. Yeah. Doom Patrol Batwoman. was renewed for a second season, so that's good news. Yeah, I saw that. Um. And then one more thing. Oh, Young Justice also got renewed for another season. They're not playing around with that one anymore. They know how the outcry is gonna be if they try to cancel Young Justice again. So fear not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's cool. I feel like they announced another one, but I can't remember. Well, it's not been that big of a deal. Pretty much a, a known entity that's coming back soon too. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so so I mean, that was a good Comic Con. I I I was really excited from it. Like I don't know, like you said, there there are some people that were not positive about it, but I'm like, holy shit, like. A lot of really cool stuff came out of this. I'm excited. Yeah, same here. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know um, what's gonna happen with. Uh, I, I don't know why Spawn just came to mind because they've been trying to make this movie forever, and it seems like year after year, Comic Con comes and goes, and we don't hear anything from Tommy McFarlane besides. Oh yeah, I'm working on it. The script's coming. Uh, you know, it's 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 coming, guys. Don't worry. And it just never happens. Did you ever care about Spawn? Was that a, a comic that you read? No, okay. no, I never cared about it. I never cared about the movie. I remember that being a thing. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was kind of cool looking visually, but I was never into it. No. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of fascinated that it's still a thing people care about because it seems so 90s. Yeah, such a 90s thing. I think it's a lot of people just holding on to the nostalgia of it. It's it's up to issue 300, and that's a big milestone for yeah. any of the image books, especially ones that um you know have been going since the beginning of Image Comics. So, I mean, kudos to Todd for keeping the flame alive. Yeah. Him and Eric Larson keeping their yeah. books going for that long so that's, that's really, really cool. cool yeah yeah well um folks i know there was a lot of stuff that happened at comic-con that we oh didn't get gosh, a chance yeah. to talk about so if we missed any of your favorite stories or if you have any comments about the stories that we've gone over on this episode feel free to reach out to us uh visit the website leximatpod.com uh it'll tell you how to get at us on twitter on instagram on facebook all that good stuff mm-hmm. yeah i have a link to our patreon you can come subscribe to patreon contribute to the show that would help us out so much we have um some special things coming up on patreon in fact we got a bonus pod coming up uh when you hear this episode the bonus pod should be on the patreon Uh, so check that out for right now without further ado we've made you all wait long enough yep let's get to our drawing for the full hd version of batman the animated series Okay, 
So I wrote down all of the the names of the people that entered. Thank you so much for doing that. Thanks, guys. Uh, and if you did the whole sharing thing, you got two entries. So they're in my hat, my NASA hat right now. Nice. That's the sound of them in the hat. All right. <laughs> so I am picking one right now. Yes. All right. This Good is luck, it. Everybody. Dun 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 dun. At Vonnie VR official. Vani VR Instagram. official, congratulations. Thank you so much for entering. Um, okay, so we will direct message you. Yeah, I'm going to reach Thank out you to you, those. keep those DMs open, Vani, so we can come out and let you know what's going on there. It's just a digital code, so we'll send it over. Uh, for the rest of you guys, once again, thank you so much for entering. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for checking us out, giving us a shot. And we're going to have uh, some more giveaways in the near future that we'll let you guys know about. Yeah. Always exciting stuff. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. Let us know your favorite things about Comic-Con and all the stuff you're excited about, some things you wish they would have talked about, everything in between. All that good stuff. All right, folks, uh, that's this episode. I have an internet issue, so we're going to cut it short yeah. this time. That's why we're kind of speeding on through this stuff. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening. We love you all. I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz. And be excellent to each other. Bye. See you.